welcome to the C Word, the Conservatives podcast. Today we're talking about Christmas. I'm Jenny Mathiason, an objects conservator based in South Yorkshire. I'm Chloe Rumsey, an objects conservator based in Greater Manchester. And I'm Christina Rizek, an objects conservator based in Cambridgeshire. So this is the Christmas special. Excuse me, undo my belt. So I've just had a huge Christmas dinner. Yeah, I was going to say, genuinely, have, have you already? There we go. Yeah, had too much to eat. Too much to eat. To be fair, the run up to Christmas is very cake heavy for conservators. <sighs> in a good way. Is there any other way other than yeah. good? I suppose it depends on your perspective <laughs> and if you're gluten intolerant. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Let's have a moment silence for the people who can't eat real cake. No, we don't have time for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. It is the season. Yes, yes, it is. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you have a good one. And, uh, of course, a very happy new year as well. And welcome to the end of season four. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. This, yeah, and I can't quite believe it. There were moments when I genuinely thought we would never make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. <laughs> well, we're here now, and it's wonderful. We're here now. We're planning season five, and it's all very exciting. A it bit is. scarred, um, and wounded, extremely festive. <laughs> Tiny bit scarred, maybe. Maybe yeah. the listeners will also be scarred by some of the things they've heard us say. Uh, <laughs> but we're sitting here next to a Christmas tree. And it's all very festive in the C-Word recording studio. Quite cozy. AKA Jenny's Lounge. And, and I, I know that you don't lounge. I know that you don't have any Christmas decorations up as we're recording this, Christina, because you have no. a December birthday in your family. So you've had yep. to hold off momentarily. But you, you're going to get that. That is true, but I do out. have my mince pie sunglasses on. Do you? Do you? Selfie. Oh, yes, I do. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's wearing some really gorgeous, amazing festive swedish leggings um, yes and i'm just wearing entirely black i'm not even wearing earrings not even non-festive earrings spirit so, of um, christmas mm. i know i know i know i've i've not really i mean you, you've got more crampers <laughs> i would need your children <laughs> so For anyone who doesn't know what the crampus is please just google it before you think i'm crazy because that was actually quite a clever reference <laughs> it was it was I do have to. I do have to agree, um, <laughs> and I know that because I've just had to, with with help from colleagues, do the social media advent calendar for where I work Ooh. because we do that every year where we have Segway. a social media thing. Yeah, quite. Uh, and uh, this year we decided to do festive facts, be- mostly because we'd run out of clever ideas for what to do with collections. <laughs> Because we don't actually have like 25 Christmas themed things in the collection because frankly, we just don't. I found one box. There's about 10 things in there, which is lovely, but it's not enough for like a countdown to Christmas. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if we like did individual Christmas cards, we could get there. But that's a bit samey. Yeah, same. We've got just this giant storage box of folders of Christmas cards. And we don't know if they're accession. They're one of those like, ooh. What's this? Nobody knows. No, they, nobody wants when, to deal with that. Who bought them? Nobody when, wants to deal with what, that. Why did we get? Why are they here? And yeah. So you can't really use something when it's in that condition because if you get any visitor inquiries, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. It's made out of cardboard. It's got sli- Santa on it. All right. <laughs> That's slightly it. how Sorry, I react. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, What's because I don't have access to the database most of the time uh-huh. because we have a very finicky database. <laughs> uh, so most of the time I can't answer those questions anyway. I'll just go, that's lovely. I worked on it. I can't remember the details. No, I don't know when it came into the collection. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, Krampus was one of the things. But anyway, in this fantastic uh, festive 
Christmas box in the store uh, was the saddest Christmas tree I've ever seen. Oh no! Like a little artificial one that you put on a table. But all of the like branches had been bent the wrong way Aww. at some point in time, uh, so it just looked a little bit sad. And then there were some like I think ceramic or painted plaster, something like that, hanging decorations for mm-hmm. trees, and a couple of those uh, are they called concertina? cards where you oh, open similar, them up yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where you open them up there was like a lovely angel where you open Aww. up her like dress so it looks a bit suggestive when she, it's closed <laughs> because it looks like you're looking at her underskirt which is very weird and then something else that i found was the most terrifying santa i've ever seen in my life oh my god which at this point will have been on my twitter and instagram because i i can't hold that back that's <laughs> amazing it's the most haunting experience <laughs> And I have to share that with the world. So I found some real gems, but not all of them made it into the Facebook posts this time. But yeah, Krampus was one of them. So that's that's why that's why I know. I quite like doing these advent calendars because I think it was last year that we did taxidermy. No, not just taxidermy. It was museum objects with Christmas hats on. So we did a little photo shoot. Oh, I shoot remember. That was cute. Where we picked uh, 25 mm-hmm. uh, objects from the museum mm-hmm. that were safe to put a little either... One of those toy Santa hats. You know, obviously, this was risky mm-hmm. assessed by uh-huh. me, so it was cool. Preliminary conservation report. Yeah. For the strangest <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Just a new database entry. Use. Put Christmas hat on. <laughs> no, and also for things that were too delicate for that or too small, because you can't put that on a robin. That would be ridiculous. Uh-huh. I actually made little tissue paper Christmas oh hats that once you get in crackers. So I had tons of these tiny Christmas hats in red or green uh, just in different sizes just everywhere it just looked looked like I went mental and I put them on various pieces of taxidermy or like delicate ceramics and all sorts of things like just to make it safe and fun so yeah that's what we did last year which was really really fun but yeah so that that was terrific yeah so I, I really enjoy that if any other conservators out there are involved in this sort of weird social media campaign in the run up to Christmas I'd love to hear about it <laughs> I know it's very popular with museums now to do these sorts of things. It's so fun. And I really enjoyed I really enjoyed our adhesive one from last year. Oh yeah, that um, was good. We ran out of adhesive oh, ideas. Well, ran out of time. Because yeah, we had loads of ideas time. for different things to be yes. advent calendared. We have been a tiny tad busier this year than we anticipated. Oh. So we didn't have time to make one yeah. this time. But we'll make next up for year. it. Make up for it next year. Might not be adhesive though, because I can think of about four that we didn't cover. <laughs> so unless you can think of another twenty-one out there that we didn't already do, then we're not doing adhesives again. <laughs> but yes, so next year uh, when we're hopefully less mental around November December time, because it's been a bit full on. It's been a bit full on. Yeah, but it's been a good year. It has, it has been, been a really good, good year. Yeah really nice actually should we talk about our years our predictions from last year oh yeah because we did some predictions uh we made some predictions last year and uh, i thought i'd talk us through them Uh and uh, we can see whether we think they came true or not so our 2018 predictions were that more museums will close and fewer conservator jobs will be kept which was a bit of a sad one that's a sad one Um, what do we think do you think that happened guys i feel like i haven't seen quite as many closure headlines actually yeah as i did Mm. the previous year so maybe it's been more stable yeah maybe maybe. what do you think christina Uh, i haven't seen museums closing but uh jobs yeah i mean as ever there don't seem to be a lot of jobs around yeah i am actually gathering statistics about job adverts so at some point soon i will be in a position to answer that definitively but not yet oh you're so good first number one conclusion not as many closures as we as we feared no so that's really good Mm -hmm. 
Another one was more museums will experiment with VR, so that's virtual reality. I feel like that that trend kind of very quickly went kind of quiet. People are doing it. Yeah. But it's not mm. as hyped up as I thought I it haven't would be. Seen, I haven't seen anything. I mean, it might it, just be cost I and expertise. Say, it must be more costly than people necessarily realise yeah. when they, I don't know, when they start experimenting with it. A year is quite a short yeah, period it of time for true. a trend like that. So I wouldn't necessarily expect to know whether that one's happening or not yet. I think. That's true. We should do a rollover, shouldn't we, for next year? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Another prediction was that there would be more suffragette and women's rights exhibitions, which so, so many, very much. Yes. I've been so happy with this. So many. It was really pleasing. I'm still yeah. a bit upset that we didn't do one where I work, but well, yeah, but but then I sp- it was done plenty, so yeah. I, yeah. I feel like yeah. know, it was good effort from everyone. Well done. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. We also predicted an increase in bursaries and grants for conservators. I, I feel like there hasn't been a decrease. Yes. No, I think maybe we've got better at communicating the ones that are available. Yeah, I'm not sure they're new necessarily, but it, it feels as if there are more options around. So like like you were saying about the bursaries being open for Icon yeah. 2019. Yeah. And there, there's quite a lot of options now. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that's, a, that's a positive yeah, thing, that's isn't a good it? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, yeah and then uh, I have also seen uh, more conservation grants, I feel. Like, uh, I've seen a couple more, like some, there were some for paintings of a, like a certain value or something. And, and that sort oh. of thing. So there's more, perhaps more out there for conservation to be done, mm-hmm. which is not quite what we predicted, but at the same time is adjacent. So I feel like that will probably, probably either true or... Yeah. Getting that way. Yeah, yeah. getting there. Uh, we predicted that ICON will have another conservation award ceremony. That did not happen. Did not happen. They still Things should. for next year. Yeah, they still should. I know, but next year they have the conference, so I think they're very Things busy Things the year after that. <laughs> it might be Roll over. Busy. <laughs> um, I said that more European conservatives will be leaving. <sighs> now, I don't, um, I don't know if more have. I don't know how we would know, because this data is not collected. No, the data no, is not connected. It's very um, anecdotal, really. I feel that maybe this time last year, we were expecting to know about Brexit more. We were, yeah. we were expecting <laughs> that something would have happened by now. And actually, the next two we've got, um, the, our predictions were more EU conservatives leaving and then degree programmes will struggle more pro- post-Brexit. But we have no idea because no one's made any decisions. <laughs> yeah, so I suppose... So, both, roll over. Yeah, both, both of those are in limbo, I feel. So another thing we predicted was that there will be another viral conservation video that will anger the community. I've not seen one. There was one posted yesterday on uh, oh my God. the Facebook really? Art Conservation Advocates. Yes. So uh, at, the, think, at the time of, at the time of recording, that'll be uh, December the 1st. I think the, the the one that kind of kicked this off, which was in November last year, <laughs> I just looked it up. The one. Um, was, it, got, it was so high profile. It got in so many newspapers. There were so many oh, people saying, I absolutely love watching this. And that, I think it's hardly surprising that there have been more videos like this because they are immensely popular with people who aren't conservators even if they do enrage conservators (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing inherently wrong with a cleaning video as long as it's done right that's it and it's yeah and i I think done right or not yeah and i think i think we need to be be careful of just kind of you know automatically 
whipping up a kind of mob um, against particular people as well, which is the way I feel a bit uncomfortably as if that's how this is going, actually. When people are kind of looking out for videos by a particular person, regardless of whether it's actually harmful. But yeah, I think we're going to see more of this. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple of botched um, restorations, certainly. So not necessarily uh, viral videos. They just but... weren't filmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, there were certainly mm. some uh, more more enthusiastic Spanish enthusiasts uh, <laughs> who, who went at it again, for example. So there, there's certainly been uh, plenty of interesting stuff yes. in, in, in the media. So there's that. Another prediction was that Christina will finally write a book review for Jonathan. Did you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no <laughs> I am sad look the year's not finished no, that's true you've got time that's true you could do it over Christmas we've still got this. 29 days yes <laughs> I could you do it over Christmas day <laughs> you can definitely do this <laughs> so, oh I am uh, the, so the, lame I'm so, so sorry the jury's out on that one sorry Jonathan <laughs> and then we uh, predicted that I will apply for my ACR stuff which I did not oh you didn't uh... no no I didn't uh, <laughs> roll over yeah no but it's not done <laughs> yeah no it's still time no um <laughs> Let's just say there were some logistical problems with it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, still on the cards eventually. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we said Christina will be or become a benchwork wizard. Uh, I've done a lot of benchwork. <laughs> yeah. I've done more than I did in the previous five years, put it that way. <laughs> yeah, see? That means you're a wizard now. Yeah, definitely. And we also predicted yeah. that Chloe will buy a house. and a- Yes! And yes! And officially outpaced Jenny of being I a grown-up. And which I filled is... it full of cats. Yes, yes, you have. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened, which is excellent. And the final prediction was that I will go to New Zealand, which I did. And it was lovely. Yay! And I went to all the museums I could Yay! find. It was great. Oh. Uh, it was very good. It's almost as though we can see into the future, wouldn't you say? Apart from all the ones we got wrong. Yeah, aside from all the ones that we can... <laughs> scrap us being wrong uh, <laughs> right what next what's going to happen next year yeah okay so do you want to do we want to make some predictions for oh 2019 yeah i think that could be interesting i have some ideas should do we take you? it in turns okay okay you did the first one what's, right okay so i predict that loans will get more complicated oh i see. post march which is ah. for those of us who aren't in the uk biting our fingernails desperately when brexit is supposedly going to because happen because more paperwork right because more paperwork i'm counting on my fingers here more paperwork no one has thought about this. well no registrars have thought about this mm-hmm. i don't know if customs has thought about this because they probably have bigger things to worry about like yeah. whether they can get medicines into the country oh yeah that's um, gonna be an issue and so whether or not museums can share old stuff is probably quite low on the list low priority i think yeah probably and so also there'll be all of those um objects that have already gone out on loan and will be trying to come back into the uk after this has happened so that's my first prediction yeah nice Um, and then as a tag on to that one um is that we will be forced into a crazy dystopia where we're 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 (laughs) made to fight each other for tinned food Oh, I see. Okay. Um, you can cut I'm, that if you think that's too political, but I think that's what's going to happen. No, that's They're fine. my two predictions. That's fine. I'll keep that in. Um, <laughs> I would like to add a kind of uh, an adjacent uh, prediction to that, okay. and that is that I think international loans will, will start to be less popular. Right. I oh. don't mean go out of fashion completely because mm-hmm. we've got too much planned, people. Yeah. But 
I think there will be a, a slight reduction uh-huh. in how enthusiastically people are planning for international loans because people are more aware of carbon footprints, of the, the impact of transporting things by air and all that yes. stuff. And I think oh. there will be a slight shift away okay excellent. and more awareness in the sector of oh that's quite How a lot far of, is this going yeah it's quite a lot why? of carbon footprints yeah. on our things excellent mm. Mm. Slight one, christina i think we might see some high profile repatriations um oh that's really good starting to see more and more of those and i think it's getting harder and harder to yeah. make a case for things to stay in another country even when they've been in a museum for a couple of hundred years Mm. and so i think we're going to see more and more objects getting repatriated and this is an incredibly niche one but i think we're going to see more people using menthol oh this is just my personal interest (laughs) interest which is menthol binding (laughs) media but there have been people over the last five years or so experimenting with menthol and a colleague and i met with a researcher from china who's doing quite a lot of research in this and it's that her group is starting to publish their research in english which is going to make it more accessible to the non-chinese speaking parts of the conservation world and that increased research into menthol and other volatile binding media that aren't cyclododecane is also coinciding with a big rise in price for cyclododecane and also um, with it getting harder to get hold of cyclododecane so i think we can see people looking for alternatives and i think more and more people will start using menthol this is just my own personal (laughs) area of interest i stress so still an obscure prediction but Can I I add Aquazole onto that as a sort of related as in material use but different area of conservation? I predict that people are going to start being more experimental with the ways that Aquazole is used as an adhesive just because it's it's a, a handy alternative that seems to be very useful and everyone I've spoken to about it seems to say, oh yeah, I really like the sound of it but I've not really done much. Mm. So I feel like this mm. it might be its year. Nice. That's my tag on to do that. Do you think 2019 is going to be the year that B72 is finally unmasked as enormously um, bad for objects? No. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope not. Let's let's not predict that, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I think that there will be, uh, related to the um, exhibition topics, I predict that there will be more exhibitions next year, uh, the year 2019, um, on protest in general and sort of civil unrest as um, as an exhibition topic um, because of the 200 years since Peterloo massacre and with the sort of governmental dissatisfaction and hardships approaching um, everyone in the UK. I think there's going to be more on. Is that's going to become a more of a thing? Yeah, people's protest yeah. as a as an exhibition topic. Yeah. Dissenting, dissent. Mm. Exactly. I like it. So I I will make a prediction that we will see more conferences and workshops and seminars and things being either live streamed or recorded Ooh. so they can be shared with people who can't mm. afford to fly to Italy for this thing or to even get to London for this thing because frankly we need to make that happen. Brilliant that's a good one. I predict that we're going to see more novel materials. Um, a, thing, like a colleague of mine went to a presentation this year about uh, nanocellulose, and Ooh. I think we're going to see more of that kind of thing. Quite exciting new materials that don't behave in ways 
that anything else does and that can do things that we haven't been able to do before. I have a a sad one. I predict that we will have a climate change based museum disaster. What are you thinking? I'm thinking I'm already having leaks and floods, so Well, I'm I'm thinking of simultaneously the huge fires in the US oh, yeah. and the um mm. Brazilian National Museum fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not obviously. I'm not saying that that was climate change related, but I'm thinking of the huge scale of each year. The fires are getting worse. The, the floods are getting worse. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I get it. At some point, our heritage is going to be affected. Mm. So I predict something is going to happen next year. Uh, I predict that um, we will see the rollout of the Icon Apprenticeships and thus a tiny little bit more diversity in the sector when we can invite people in who can't afford snazzy degrees, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is most of us now, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My final prediction is that the C word will make another two awesome series next year. And we'll become we want to end on. We'll become immensely famous and rich and we'll be able to <laughs> retire and live off the proceeds of our <laughs> I will hold earnings. you to that in the next Christmas uh, special. <laughs> yes. Uh. Oh, that is an excellent prediction, I approve. <laughs> whip whip whip.
we wish noise was less of an issue there, but we hope you enjoyed it regardless. This year's version of 12 Days of Christmas was performed by St Edmund's Choir, based in Waterloo, Merseyside. They are a 60-strong choir and pride themselves on being a free, inclusive group with no experience, ability or additions asked of any of its members. Their motto is, love to sing. To hear more of the choir and their work, you can follow them on Twitter at St Ed Choir, like them on Facebook, or visit their website, which is stedmondschoir.com. Okay. Right. Is L- it game time? It is game time. It is game time. So, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Expect the concert of parlor games because what the hell? Okay. So for our. Do you not have non- them in Sweden? No. No. Not not at all. <laughs> which is why I'm like explain. Okay. So imagine you have, in fact, pick an uncle or a, a relative, an an older relative in your family who normally behaves very sensibly. Then put on them a colourful paper hat. <laughs> Fill them with at least five glasses of sherry <laughs> and then get them to act out some kind of I don't know it's a event <laughs> yeah event or word or animal or something and then you have a parlor game you have you, you have a christmas based party game which is it's a way that fam- larger families pass the time after christmas dinner after presents and they muck about together in the living room and oh, i can't believe you don't have them yeah, no. Yeah, uh, charades yeah. and... I mean, we, we, we'll we do board games and stuff, but I don't okay. think, like, it's... I don't feel like... Because parlour games, are some, some, I feel like that's something relatively British. Is it? Okay, and, I do, I've very little idea. What do you think, Christina? Uh, I think they're probably British, yeah. But things... I've, I've got a book of parlour games somewhere called Are You There, Moriarty? <laughs> yeah, I mean, things like charades and who am I and that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, your suggestion was... Right, yes. We are going to play 20 slash 10 questions on a museum each. Mm-hmm. We each pick a museum in the UK and the other two will ask 10 questions to guess the museum. Mm-hmm. The stipulations are it must be in the UK and it must have a degree oh. of notoriety so that we actually can guess it. Mm-hmm. Not super obscure. Not super obscure, just because we only have a limited amount of time. And if you'd like to play along with us, please do. That would be delightful. Who goes first? Yeah, who does go first? Christina? And also, presumably, the questions must be yes or no ones. The questions Uh, must be yes yes or no. Yes. I imagine we'll develop a process as we go through this, (laughs) because we've never done this before. No, no, no. We haven't even practiced. Okay. So it's live. Live. Who's first? I think we ask Christina questions, yes. I have a museum. Okay. Where am I? Are you in England? Yes. Are you in London? No. Oh, Mm. That rules out like 80% of... Yeah, I was going to say, okay, that... Of big museums there. Have you been open for longer than 20 years? Yes. Okay. Are you a national? No. Are you related strongly to the city that you're in? In what sense? Like... Are you a museum of the history of the place? I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a. No, I'm, I'm not a local museum. Put it that way. No, but I am related right, okay. to the place in a different way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This is going to be harder One, two, than I anticipated. Three. Are you a museum of social history? No. Oh. Hmm. Are you a museum of fine art? No. Do you employ conservators? Yes. Are you? A museum showcasing the collections of a private individual. Yes, that's how it started. Okay. It's it's named after the founder. Okay. Although, obviously, Ooh. they've collected things subsequently. Okay. 
Are you a museum notable for an ethnographic collection? Yes. <sighs> okay. Now. <laughs> there are three that I am aware of that are not in London. We have actually asked ten questions now, just so you know. Is it... Oh, wait, if it's named after... Is it the Pitt Rivers Museum? Yes! Oh! Yay! I can't believe I... you nailed it. Well done. <laughs> I thought you were going to be going more obscure, just the trickers. <laughs> nice. No, no, no. No, I've, I deliberately chose one that wasn't like the British Excellent. Museum, but was... Excellent. That you would nice. have heard nice. of. Nice. Love it. And that was... Does that count as ten? Do I actually win or do I lose a point? No, I feel like you win because... no, Excellent. No, that's fine. Brilliant. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Right. Who's, who's, who's next? I feel like mine's too obscure now. My go? Well, yeah, sure. favorite. <laughs> Jenny's giving me a look, which means, what has she got planning? Yes. <laughs> okay, I've got my museum. Okay. Are you in England? No. Ooh. Are you in Scotland? Yes. Hmm. Are you... Okay, this is a bit of a cheaty question. Are you in one of either Edinburgh or Glasgow? No. Ooh. Right. There you go. I've At a stroke, I've eliminated lots of museums. <laughs> a lot of them. Are you a local authority museum? No. Mm. Are... <laughs> Are you a university museum? I am not. Ah, okay. In that case, it's not the one I was thinking of. So, <laughs> will we have heard of you? <laughs> yes, I think so. Good. Good. <laughs> That's a start. Excellent. Are you older than fifty years? No. Oh. Oh. Are you a local history museum? No. Are you an art museum? I'm just looking up what it describes itself as. No. Hmm. Mm. Though I have to say, full disclosure, that might turn out to be a really annoying answer. <laughs> it's just, it's not described as an art museum. Right, okay, fair. So you're not an art museum, but actually we might think you are once you've, once you've told us that. <laughs> so we might punch you in the face. One, two, three. No four, comment. Five, six. We're on eight questions. We have one each left. Oh, God. Um, so you're not an art museum in that sense, but on the other hand, you kind of might be. So, and you're not a local history museum. Mm-hmm. Are you on the mainland? Very young museum. Am I allowed to guess? Well, I mean, like, you're not on one of the Scottish islands, or? No, I am not on one of the Scottish islands. Okay, so not on okay. an island. Hmm. Are you the V&A Dundee? I am the V&A Dundee. <laughs> see? See art, you are. Described as a design museum. It's a design I was say, museum. <laughs> but it's a design museum. Oh, you little... <laughs> I'm oddly pleased with that. <laughs> well done, Jenny! Uh, nice, nicely done. Okay. I definitely feel like mine is too obscure now. Do you want Do you want to choose another one or should we run with it? I'm panicking. <laughs> go on, do an obscure one anyway. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I'll go uh, semi-obscure. Okay. Christina, would you like to start? Uh, are you in England? Yes. Are you younger than 50 years? no okay was that a no i'm not quite sure but i don't think i am or is that a no <laughs> that wasn't a question no one that i don't have a firm answer but i think canonically we're gonna say no okay okay cool uh oh sorry it's my turn um 
<laughs> just wondering if I should try and narrow it down geographically or whether I should. That's an idea. Are you in the England north of England? I am. Hmm. My mind's completely blank. <laughs> what would help you? <laughs> um, are you a local history museum? You could say I am, yes. I know. I just. I, <laughs> what happens if we guess and it's not? You just keep guessing. I suspect <laughs> the fifth question is possibly too early for guessing, but you can guess anyway if you like. No, okay, I'll keep asking questions. Um, <laughs> it's very gutsy. You could say I am is interesting. Yeah, well, I know, just because I've, I've just got. No, no, I, 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 will, I, will, I will rephrase it's, that. It's as, absolutely ridiculous yes. to do that. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, you are. I'm trying to think how to sort of narrow this down, really. <laughs> are you a museum that's about the archaeology of a particular place yes all right i have no idea and christina you clearly know <laughs> i don't know for that's sure that's at least but... quite a lot of places <laughs> hmm. are you located near to and associated with current active archaeological investigations yes can I have a guess? I totes know it. Yeah, you can It's guess. probably wrong. It's probably wrong. But are you Vindolanda? <laughs> yes, I am. I was going to say that. <laughs> well done, Vindolanda Museum, which is one of my favourites. I don't know why. That's just what I would have chosen. <laughs> I'm, I'm so pleased. We are, we, are, we are one, like two peas in a pot. Ah, I was going to guess that one as well. Oh, that means we're one, one each. Well done, yes. ladies. Excellent. Uh, should we go obscure and weird now? And listeners, see if you can guess. And actually, I would really like to know how many people got what we got. Oh, yeah, please let us know. Faster. I'd like to know if people got them fast and were like yelling at your phones going, what? Of course, it's obviously this. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I have an obscure one I have been to in the UK. Okay. Nice, okay. I'll start with the standard one. Are you in England? <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you in London? No. Mm? Okay, so not in London. Uh, are you older than 50 years old? Oh, God. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, some Googling required there. Sorry. No. Okay. Mm, younger. Mm. Opened in 1981, if that's any help. Oh, it's quite young. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's quite young. It's older than you guys. Yeah, but I'm not a museum. (laughs) (laughs) It's younger than me. (laughs) But you're also not a museum, so it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you donating yourself like that guy did? (laughs) Oh, God, yeah, uh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So you can always be present in the lab. (laughs) Oh my god, how creepy would that be for the interns? Extremely. Ha! You tried to end my fixed term contract, but the last laugh's on me. <laughs> but I'm here forever. I'm a bequest. <laughs> yes, Good I'll luck. be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, hit me with some questions. Oh. Um, yeah. um, um, sorry, are you a museum of local history? Uh, I'm a museum of a local industry. Oh, hmm, interesting. Oh, okay. Whoa, okay. Are you located in the north of England? Yes. Okay. And that's an unequivocal north, not one of those kind of, oh, does Birmingham count as north? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Definitely a northern museum. Fair enough. Yes. 
Are you a museum of coal mining? No. Okay. Mm. Not coal mining. Okay. Yeah, when I say local industry, I mean, there's there's a particular big company that's based there. And this is the Museum of oh, the Stuff that ooh. they produce. Oh, so that not a kind doesn't. of widespread industry like coal mining. but Okay, so that probably means but there that is a reason why it's going to be redundant. But I'm going to ask it anyway, because I'm winging it. Did you used to be a mill? No. That rules out at least five museums, I could think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's the right kind of okay. question then. Eliminating yeah, 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 options. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, yeah. Um... Was the product produced by your area shipped and used around the UK? Uh, yes. Is it a museum of ceramics or pottery? No. Ruled out another whole lot. You of- could ask questions about the kind of thing it is, though. You know, like, is it something that... Yeah. Is it wearable? No. Hmm. No. Okay. Not unless you had it in one of your pockets, as people sometimes do, but no. It's not wearable in that sense. As people sometimes do. What an intriguing statement. Well, my next one one was going to be, is it edible? And that suggests not as well, then, if you keep it around. No, 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 no. No. Uh, We've technically had our 10 questions. Oh, no. Uh, Just keep going. Start guessing wildly. Okay, so it's not wearable. You can't eat it. It's Um, local production, specifically. And it was shipped shipped around around the UK. UK. It's not specifically. I mean, these things are made all over the place, but it was particularly produced in this area yeah sure where there was a a pioneering industry Mm. it's not the pencil museum is it yes (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) chloe wins that's amazing keswick pencil museum world's largest pencil well done (laughs) i have a picture of me which i will try and dig out of me standing next to the world's largest pencil excellent oh that's amazing (laughs) oh no i just want to keep going next to think of even better ones that i could do but no no (laughs) Calm yourself. <laughs> I was yourself. I was thinking of people who keep like pens and pencils in their lab coat pockets. Of course, yeah, <laughs> it's that's what, like, yeah. slightly but obscure. It won't be the only place to do was. pencils. Yeah, that that was genius. I really genius. enjoy that. Well done. I really enjoy that. Okay, is it my turn? Yes, yeah. you go. Cool. Hit me. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> Again, are you in England? Yes, I am. Mm, okay. Are you in the north of England? No, I am not. Hmm. Again, are you a local history museum? No. No, I think if I said yes, it would be misleading. Okay. Hmm. Are you in London? I am not. Still. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we've done quite well. Big up representation outside of London. Sorry, London Museums, you're great too. We love you. Do you represent a craft? Nope. Oh, maybe. Maybe. <sighs> I'm going to say yes. Do you represent... <laughs> it's... Right, okay. Sorry? Do you represent a particular type of material? No. Are you older than 50 years? Yes. Do you Just. represent a particular, t- a particular type of object? No. Hmm. But you kind of represent a craft yes oh <laughs> this is but not hard. a material um, hmm. have we done our our 10 questions and if so yeah, we want one two i can give a clue four, if you want four, five six seven eight no we have one question each left do you represent an activity yes 
Hmm. A range okay. of activities, let's say. But not local history? Or have we not had that question? Uh, we have, and I do not represent local history. Okay. Are you in the southwest of the country? I am. Mm. Do you have any guesses, Christina? I'm I'm thinking about like um, sort of fishing museums and things like that, where there would be a lot of things mm. related to a particular activity, and the craft bit might well be kind of employed yeah. by that. You're in the right area of the world, area of the country, feeling. So southwest, coastal. Yeah. Are you on the coast? Yeah, I am. Are you in Cornwall? I am. You're in Cornwall. Okay. Are you something to do with smuggling? What, what? No, <laughs> I, I don't mean, think so. Okay. I mean, I was just that, trying to think what else. That was a really good question. Coasting. Really good question. Yeah, though. that was a really good question. I really enjoy that. Is the craft Sorry, and the activity something to do with the coast? No. Is it something you would do on the coast? Ah, okay. So it's it's not related that you're on the coast somewhere. No. But the place, <laughs> the place is very is very uh, fishingy. Are you in St Ives? No. I really wanted to be a pirate. <laughs> pirating being the activity (laughs) Um, but it won't be that swashbuckling being the craft yes yeah exactly that would Uh, be great I'm trying to think of a clue that won't just give it away Um, Mm. I mean apart from the sort of Tate what else is there in Cornwall yeah but obscure though so oh yeah it has to be obscure it was established Um, 50s 60s time so think what would have been popular then think Hippies, think drug taking, think psychedelia. Oh no, because I want to say, oh, you're the Museum of Witchcraft, but that won't be it then. Is it? It is. It it? is. <laughs> Yay! Ah, nice. Sweet. Jenny got it. So it's the Museum of Boss uh, Castle Museum of Witchcraft and Magic, basically folklore and, well, Wicca, that sort of thing. So yeah, well done. Hey, sweet. I am very pleased with that. Uh, I won't go as obscure as I want to because that would be mean. <laughs> Are you in England? I am. Okay. Are you a museum of local history? No. Are you in the north of England? No. Are you inside London? Yes. <gasps> Ooh, our first London one. Yeah. Oh, God, there's so many possibilities. Mix it up. Okay. So many possibilities. Semi-obscure in London. Are you related to a famous person? Um, you could say that, yes. Okay, so that implies it's not the John Stones Museum because that is so related to a famous person then. Okay, okay. She has not said no. I think she's it's smirking. Not, it's not that museum. Okay. <laughs> That's not a guess, by the way. That was, a, <laughs> that was a, a sort of a roundabout natter. But also by saying you could say that, that suggests it's not things like Handel's house. Handle Hendrick's house or the true. Um, Dr. Johnson's house or anything like that. So. True. Yes. Yes, that's true. Really enjoying the amount of debate going on here. This is great. Are you a museum relating to a particular science or medicine based activity? I am. Oh. <laughs> that was a great noise. <laughs> it's like an excited owl. <laughs> I've got a guess. Really? Yeah. Already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Go on then. Either Hunterian Medical Museum. No. Ah, oh, there's a point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christina, I spoilt it. Uh, it's your turn now. <laughs> <laughs> but you are sort of connected with a particular person. 
Mm. Oh God, I think we need. More I I feel like about I feel like it. it's unfair. I feel like it's unfair because by name I suggest I am. Oh, but it's the person who originally donated to have the museum established, which does not mean it's their collection. Oh, right. There's going to be people listening to this shouting. It's obviously this. It's obviously yeah. this. There will be. Um. So possibly science, possibly med. Oh, are you the um? Oh no, are you the welcome collection? No. Oh, that was a good one though. It was. Um, it's still a very nice museum, but it's not that high profile. Are you older than fifty years? Yes. As a museum rather than as an institution. Yes. Okay. Ooh. But definitely science and medicine. Yes. Actually, we haven't established which of those it is, have we? Uh, are you a science museum? No. Well, that's that then. Good. Okay. It's named after somebody, but not necessarily... It's not about them, but it's their collection. It isn't about them. Did that's you correct. say? Or have I... It, it uh, isn't uh, about them. That is correct. Uh, I, I are you about their... human? Are you yes. about human? Yes. Stuff. Okay. Just wondering about, like, the Grant Museum or something. But I think that would be a stretch to describe it as medical. How many questions are we up to? <laughs> I have no idea. You're the one that's supposed yeah, to be writing it down. I've, uh, I've lost track now. Are, are you somebody's, like, house and collection? No. Hmm. So you just gave the collection? I gave the money for the collection. So it is named after me. But I wasn't the one to gather it. I sent someone off to do that. Are you the collection of medicine of the brain? No, but good obscuring. Okay, thank you. It is a relatively famous museum, but... It's <laughs> not is, famous uh, enough for us, evidently. Yeah, but it is uh, very difficult to visit as a regular person. It is one of the biggest of its kind in the world. Oh, my God. Are you, are you an, ana- an anatomy museum? Yeah, mm, ish, yes. <laughs> I mean, like I've, yes. I've been to the <laughs> Royal College of Physicians Museum, for example, but I didn't think it had a name. Which one have you been to? Royal College of Physicians. It's not the Hunterian. No. Are you a collection owned by a sort of bigger organisation, like a society? or? Yes. I mean, like in the sense that the Hunterian is Royal College of Surgeons. and Yes, absolutely. I am a university. Are you associated? Oh, oh, yes, that's a good... Yeah, we should have asked that one, shouldn't we? Are you a university? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You each get one more question, and then I have mm. to press you for a guess. Is it the Bart's Pathology Museum? No, but you're very close now. <laughs> what has named after St. <laughs> Bartholomew, the founding donor? <laughs> well, yes, quite. Are you the Gordon Museum of Pathology? <laughs> okay, shut I am Christina. Oh, I've never even heard of that Yes! One. The Gordon Museum of Pathology is associated with King's College London. Um, what? And it's in fact one of the largest pathology museums in the world. The largest medical museum in the UK. And its primary function is to train medical, dental, biomedical and healthcare students and professionals to diagnose wow. diseases. So in fact, it's it's a massive place. and But it's very difficult to get into if you're not a medical student oh. or a researcher. Uh, so I went there for a conference, which uh, we were exceedingly lucky to see the collection. Uh, you can make appointments and stuff like that, but you kind of have to have a reason to look. Yeah. Like you can't just go and gawk because, you know, it's <laughs> it's very grim to begin with. Uh, <laughs> but very beautiful. 
Oh, amazing. Mm. Oh, that was a really good obscure one. Well hey, done. I'm, I'm so proud of myself. Well done. But, uh, well done, everyone. Well done, I think. Christina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well done. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through this place, not a creature was stirring, not a thing in its case. Festive stock was arranged in the gift shop with care, in the hopes that the visitors soon would be there. The objects were nestled snug in their crates, from hand-axe and flint to sculptures and plates. Curators had gone, and conservators too, alone with security, who was making a brew. When up on the roof there arose such a clatter, the guard sprang from the kettle to see to the matter— were seasonal thieves stealing the lead? For atop the building had parked a big sled. From it emerged someone rotund and thick. The guard knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. He squeezed down the chimney and soon re-emerged, covered in cobwebs, another filth he'd disturbed. Snow on his boots sent the humidity soaring. The environment would certainly need some restoring. On his way from the mantle he'd stepped on a trap, leaving a blueprint which would definitely puzzle the lab. He consulted the map, passing toilets and stairs, past cases of rocks, odd primates and wares. Scanning around, there was no scent of pine, barely a hint of tinsel, nor a whiff of mulled wine. Till he encountered the tree, the jewel of the hall, where he unloaded his sack, producing gifts big and small. Books, walkie-talkies and tools ergonomic, brushes, adhesives, even detergent, non-ionic. But where was his treat to sustain on the way? No food in the gallery, he took to the café. A mini of sherry swiped from the supply, some gingerbread biscuits, and a cheeky mince pie. Spotting the guard nearing the end of his shift, he brought forth a flask, a personal gift, and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. He was heard to exclaim as he drove out of sight, "'Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night!' Dear Jane, should I rip or should I peel? Signed, Christmas Conservator. Dear Christmas Conservator, well, I recognise that dilemma. When you look under the Christmas tree and you see all those presents, the squishy one you suspect might be a cardigan, the square one you suspect might be books and the heavy one you're hoping is toolkits, then of course you need to find out what's in them almost immediately. Who can blame you for being tempted to rip open the paper? However, this is our dilemma. Do you rip or do you peel? That paper could be saved and reused. Sellotape is our natural enemy, but nonetheless, do you deal with your natural enemy by the careful peeling back and disposal or by just ignoring it and ripping round it? Which way to go? Well, luckily, your agony aunt has the answer. You have to decide what kind of preservation activity you're going to take with your Christmas parcels. Tangible or intangible? Are you going to preserve the tangible thing, the wrapping up paper? Will you be there? Boxing day, ironing the paper ready for reuse. If so, and you want to preserve that tangible, then you better peel. But if, like me, you get a little bit excited at Christmas looking at those parcels, wondering what's in them, cardigan, books, tools, then you might be tempted to rip. But you can reassure yourself, what you're preserving is the tangible experience. Think of all that tactile learning, the noise, the sound, all those things that are the tradition of opening Christmas presents. So either way, you're preserving something. Hope you enjoy your Christmas. Over and out. 
And a quick shout out to Sigoulin from L'Operatorium, a French paper conservator who got in touch with us because she's brought out a conservation-themed magnet just in time for Christmas. It features an illustration of an object she's conserved and written an article about. It's a very sweet-looking bulldog named uh, Alphonsine, uh, and if you'd like to purchase one, we popped a link in the show notes. For anyone looking for some very last-minute gift ideas for conservators, we've actually got two Pinterest boards you might want to look at. One is for gifts under a fiver, which we've called Secret Santa, and the other one is a gift board of things that are worth £5 or more, really. So do take a look at those. We put links in the show notes. If you're enjoying The C Word and would like to support our work, then please consider becoming one of our patrons. For as little as $1 per month, you can help us keep our episodes online and more of them coming. Patreon helps us meet our regular costs for the show, and also to plan ahead so we know roughly how much of a monthly budget we've got. That's super helpful when you're trying to do something special like buy a better microphone or save up to go to a special event. Your support also helps keep us free of advertisement. In return, our supporters get access to our archive of extended episodes, which you can only access on our Patreon page. Yeah, for that $1 a month, you get a little extra audio enjoyment. We've crunched the numbers, and it's about 10% extra content on a regular basis. That's not bad for less than a cup of coffee, eh? If supporting us sounds like something you'd like to do, then head over to patreon.com slash the C word and join our bunch of absolute champions. And our last Patreon shout-out of the year go to our newest patron, Issa. Welcome. Oh, look at that. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. See you next year. It's Merry Christmas. Great. Merry Christmas. See you next happy year. Christmas. And happy New Year. Happy New Year. Woo! Woo! Bye. Thanks for listening. We're the C Word, and you've been listening to Christina Rosaic, Chloe Rumsey, and me, Jen Mathiasen. Special thanks to St. Edmund's Choir for singing 12 Days of Christmas, and to Benjamin Fox for reading The Night Before Christmas. As always, you can check out our website at theseaword.show, tweet us at theseawordpodcast, or simply email us on theseawordpodcast at gmail.com. Intro and outro music is Spring by Didi Music, used under Creative Commons Attribution License. Additional sound effects and music by Callum Robertson and sound effects by Sound Bible. This has been a Wooden Dice production. I'm just doing some lift music. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I.